another episode of Snacks in the City. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Snacks is back. You're going to see me, but I was doing a shimmy. (laughs) Oh my God. We are finally back. We took some time off. It felt crazy. Brie went on an amazing trip, and we're going to talk about that. And also, she turned 29. And I went fine. What? We haven't seen each other in 45 years. Oh my God, I know. I know. And honestly, are you? I don't even know. Um, like a week, the week before I left, I think we saw each other. Let's see. I was gone all last week. And then I think I saw you maybe like that weekend before. I don't know the last time I saw you. Honestly, I swear to you, it might have been like. It was like. Like the week of September 19th, maybe. We've we been probably end though. I know. Like I think we saw each other like the briefly fort- during the week. Was yeah, it was yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, a month? Are you kidding? Okay, actually, I'm really glad that I literally just whipped out the calendar and was looking and trying to figure it out. And like, I'm glad we're having this talk because I was genuinely. I mean, I need to start therapy again, just like in general, because of who I am as a human. But an <laughs> actual thought I had this week was like, I really need to like get back into therapy because like I should not be like this dependent on like my time with Maddie. Like I was actually feeling like, to me, irrationally upset that like I haven't seen you in so long. <laughs> but like it really actually has been like a long time. At least a month. Holy shit. Holy like, seriously. <gasps> okay, well, I can't wait to see you later and never let you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, lead us into the top three. Okay. Um, the top three, I'm going to warn you right now, is a legitimate emotional roller coaster. It is all over the place. But I just feel like there was no, like, happy-go-lucky story to talk about. So I tried really hard to avoid, but it's just, you know, I couldn't. So I apologize in advance. Um, so let's just let's just get right into it because it's all hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First up, I actually am not exaggerating. Shed a tear. Rest in peace. Um. <laughs> it's so sad to me. Robbie Coltrane, who plays Hagrid, passed away at 72 years old yesterday, and I'm honestly unwell. Unwell, because, you know, I've always really related to Hagrid. I call myself Hagrid several times a week, every week, (laughs) for as long as I could remember. I mean, I feel like um this is probably a little bit lame but like as a child I was just like not that cool (laughs) Harry Potter was so important to me I mean I remember getting my first Harry Potter book in first grade my teacher told me stop bringing the book to school because too many of the words were too big and I kept asking her to help me sound them out during silent reading time Awesome. And she essentially told me I was ruining the vibe. And so I was like, okay, whatever. And um, so that's, I got super smart 
because I was like, all right, my teacher's not going to help me, and I need to read this book. I'm obsessed with Harry Potter. I mean, my personality for quite a long time was that I read the Harry Potter books before it was, like, the cool thing to do. Trendsetter. I read, I was already into the Harry Potter books when the big Harry Potter boom started. I was ahead of the curve. And I lied to my mom one time and went to the movie theaters alone. Okay? In junior high, I went to the movie alone. Alone. Loser. To watch Harry Potter. I'm proud of it. And so yesterday when I saw this news, my Hagrid, I literally cried. Like, literally cried. I felt sad, too. I didn't cry, but... I cried. I don't know why, but I just, like... Harry Potter was there was an death. Are we gonna do... Is that a Tory? Story? A Tory? There's a what? Another person died. Oh, my God. Yeah, rest in peace, Mrs. Potts. Yeah, that was sad. Honestly, and Maddie, I have a bone to pick with you. Me? Yeah, your Instagram story? Are you kidding me? I literally just put, like... Yeah, you put that she passed. And then you put Taylor told this time in the background as if this I is... What was I going to do? I was actually going to do a song from Pirates of Penzance, and I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> it was that. Just go with the one she's famous for. And I was like, okay. <laughs> such a Maddie moment. Like, that was such a Maddie moment. Um, but no, like, reading that she passed was hurtful, but then, like, the music in the background, and I understand. So you found out on my story? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm a newsbreaker. <laughs> I know. I know. And it was a myriad of emotions for me because, one, I was like, first of all, who does Manny think she is posting news before me? Like, who is she? Why does she know this before me? You know, I have that feeling. But then I was also feeling like a proud Chris Jenner moment. Like, look at my little social media star baby. Just knowing all the news, posting all the news. But then also that song really got to me. And so then I was feeling like, ouch. You know? Yeah. R.I.P. Two RIP. legends in one week. Seriously. Rough. Speaking of rough, let's move on to the next pain in my ass. Kanye West. How did you know? I know. I'm so over him. Yeah, he's annoying. And it's really honestly just like terrible to like watch him go out sad. Actually, the next two stories about watching people that I am like actually genuinely big fan. I'm a big fan of both of these people and they're just going out so sad, like ruining their legacy. So, of course, Kanye West and his antics, like I just... Um, to generally recap, because I was in Italy when a lot of his last, like, spiral happened. And so I was watching the things and reading the things, but obviously we never talked about it. So, um, over the last two weeks, he's kind of just been spiraling as he tends to do and posting things on Instagram as he tends to do. Um, but this time he really upped the ante because we were going through, you know, Milan Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week, Paris Fashion Week are all kind of happening right in a row. He does a fashion show, and him and Candace Owens show up wearing shirts on that say White Lives Matter on the back. And I'm not going to lie, that really, really, really irritated me. 
yeah really irritated me because like it's what's the intent there right I understand that some people do not agree with like the whole Black Lives Matter statement of it all or like shirts and things that say that because it can you know feel triggering or like it's an attack or something I totally understand that but to me when you unpack the intent of why someone made a shirt that says Black Lives Matter it makes sense if I ask them to peel back like why would you wear a shirt that says white lives matter I want to know what the intent was there and everything I've seen about what Kanye has to say what Candace has to say it's just like there's not an actual good intent there. The intent was to stir people up, and they did, and it's stupid. Yeah, that was... It's cr- stupid. Like, <clears throat> and they're, like, talking about how Black Lives Matter is a scam, and it's like, here's a thought. Similar to anything in the world, you don't have to support, like, the big name brand, right? Like, you can support right. the idea that Black Lives Matter without ever, ever, ever giving a single cent to the organization Black right. Lives Matter. Right. And I think anybody who's been paying attention, this is not new. Like, Black Lives Matter is just a slogan. Anyone, anywhere, right. it's right. not trademarked. I could start my own thing that says Black Lives Matter Chicago, and however I decide to run that is how it's going to go, and however I want to use the money that people give me, that's how it would go, versus any other person in the world who wants to do that. It's not like a set, it's not like a business. Right. So naturally, if you care about black lives and helping communities, I've said it 7,000 times on the show, don't donate directly to Black Lives Matter. It's been very clear for a very long time. Nobody knows what this woman is doing with the money. Don't give it to her. Right. Find other things to support communities near where you live. Or if you want to help change voting laws, give money to that. Or volunteer for things like, you don't need to make a shirt that says white lives matter. Right. And then, like, stoke the fire even more and piss more people off. Like, why don't we just, like, do something positive and say, hey, let's take the attention away from this woman who is clearly not using our money in a productive way. Right. Give the money to me, and I'm going to do this with it. Exactly. I just don't understand. Don't just, like contribute to the problem right like i just don't understand it because i feel like it's not even just a black lives matter thing it's just it's an anything right like you can support wanting to find a cure for breast cancer without donating just to susan g komen i don't donate to susan g komen anymore because they looked into how they use the dollar and like every dollar you send in it's like less than eight cents is what actually goes to research. Everything else is going to like the company. And I don't appreciate that. So I find other ways to support this cause. Same with like Red Cross. I don't donate money directly to Red Cross because same thing on the dollar, it's pennies going to the cause where you could donate directly to a food bank or, you know, um, if there's like a natural disaster and people need you can send money for like care packages or you can donate diapers and feminine products and things directly. Like you don't have to give your money to these things that you don't agree with, but you also don't have to just like immediately jump to the opposite side and like exactly. create an issue. Right. I find it also annoying. Um. So beyond that, now Kanye is also um, attacking a very famous journalist. She's like one of, very few black women who are like 
famous fashion journalist. She's like a very big deal. And she wrote, she was at the fashion show when Kanye and Candace show up in their Black Lives Matter or White Lives Matter, excuse me, shirts. And she wrote an article about it and it was published in Vogue because that's, you know, how that goes. And she was obviously upset. And Gigi Hadid came out in support of this woman. Hailey Bieber has come out in support of this woman. Kanye obviously sees the article and goes insane and basically just starts calling her ugly and fat shaming her and spends an entire day in his Instagram story attacking this woman like a psycho. Which is crazy because if we rewind a few months, was he not just freaking out at Kim Kardashian or not like giving his children space to be like safe black children like you cannot be like advocating for like like all of his attacks against Kim and Chris lately have been about them being white and not black and he's like well I have four black children to advocate for but then you show up to a fashion show saying white lives matter and black lives matter is a scam and no one should ever say that again and then also spending days attacking a black woman publicly, inviting other people to attack her and send her death threats. Like, I don't understand. I don't yeah. understand. Okay. So there's that. Um, and then he also has now created this school. No one can see me. I'm doing air quotes. It's not a school. <laughs> he's a lunatic. The Donda School. And he's freaking out at Kim because he wants to pull his children out of the school that they go to and put them in Donda. And um, Kim obviously is like, no, because Donda's not a real school and Kanye's not a teacher. He's also um, great. Right. So um, within that rant, he has said the name of the schools that his children go to very publicly. Oh, yeah several times now and so um for weeks now kim is allegedly not returning his calls and has um had to hire extra security around their home and around the children's schools and so um like he's not just putting his children in harm now he's putting literally all the children at the school it's just like bonkers bonkers bizarre to me and it's just really sad because I literally used to love Kanye West so much, like so much. Mm-hmm. I am such a fan of his art, but he has just like downward spiraled so bad. And now what he did this week, I just feel like I can't he's support him as an artist. He's making it very hard. So now he's topped off this terrible shit Sunday with a little cherry on top of um, a little bit of, you know, just lighthearted anti-Semitism. And so I'm not really even sure what started it. Um, He obviously has been going on these rants and saying crazy things. And someone somewhere must have reached out to him to, like, start this new wave of, like, he's been saying crazy things about Jewish people and saying, I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on the Jews. And it's just like, what? Yeah. What? So, yeah. Um, Now, to me, he's just really, truly taken it too far. Like, too far. And so, I'm really hoping this is, like, the final straw for people around him to be like, hey, you need need help. Because it's... (laughs) too much it's too much and then the final story same thing going out so sad ruining her legacy i think i have to break up with Nicki minaj Uh oh 
Oh, wait, I didn't. What happened? So this is all very fresh. This just is kind of unraveling the last two nights. Um, and a lot of it is happening on Twitter. And I stumbled upon it on accident. So there's some grammar drama. Nicki Minaj just put on a new song, Super Freak or Super Freaky Girl, whatever it's called. Great song. Um, She is upset because it is nominated for a Grammy. And it was originally nominated for um, the rap genre. And then something happened. They decided it's not quite rap enough. And so they moved it to the pop genre. Uh, and so Nicki Minaj is upset. She said, fine, if you're going to move my song out of the rap genre, that is fine. It's fine to put it in the pop category. And we've seen things like this happen before. Last year, Justin Bieber's album was nominated for Best Pop Album. He used his Twitter to write an open letter to the Grammy Academy saying, this really is an R&B album. I appreciate the nomination, but I really wish you would have, you know, acknowledged it for what it is. So this is not new. This is this happens time to time. But um, Nikki is saying, you know, Lotto, who gave us the smash hit Big Energy, mm-hmm. that song gets to stay in the rap genre. And so Nikki's argument is if my song has to be moved to the pop genre, I think Lotto's song should also have to be moved to the pop genre. That's a little bit tricky because Nicki Minaj and Lotto don't really get along. And um, that song, Lotto actually asked Nicki Minaj to feature on. And Nicki Minaj passed because if we, you know, if you know the song, it samples a Mariah Carey song. And Mariah Carey and Nicki Minaj hate each other. Does everyone hate Nicki Minaj? um, I think that Nicki Minaj is honestly a bully. She fights with everyone all the time, all the time. And she has kind of a bad reputation for being kind of like a mean girl diva kind of thing. And it's been like, you know, mumblings of like she um, is kind of like a hater when like new female rappers come out. She's just like not very nice to them, not very welcoming and like Mm -hmm. makes a point to be like, well, I'm better. And so that's essentially what's happening here. Um, Nikki is she has a valid point about her song being moved to the pop genre and not big energy. Fine. But where it goes into a far left is like she is feeling upset. And she, I mean, on Twitter, it was wild. It went on for so long. The tweets were crazy, like crazy to the point that then Lotto started responding. They're fighting back and forth on Twitter. Like it was insane. And I don't know if you know, but I'm like weirdly still jet lagged. Like my sleep schedule is still all kinds of a mess. So I was just like wide awake at like one in the morning, reading them in real time, go back and forth with each other. It was honestly a great way to go to sleep. But it's just nuts that um, like you're Nicki Minaj. It is. We all know. Legend. You've given us all the hits. Yeah. Again, obviously. Right, like your influence is it's secure. Nobody's taking it away from you. Being nice to somebody new on the scene is not going to take that away from you. Right, like and just because I like Lotto doesn't mean I don't like you. Exactly. Oh, and so oh, she I just like, I, right, it's like she's being so mean for no reason. When really it's like when we boil it down, she's upset because a song she passed on, like she thought she was too cool to be on this song, has now like Lotto got. Mariah Carey to do the remix version with her. 
And now that is nominated for a Grammy. And I think that that stings because now on top of that, it also gets to stay in the rap genre when her song doesn't. And I think that just all of the things together yeah. just like don't feel good to her. And it's like, if I'm Nicki Minaj, I'm not arguing with people. If somebody tries to shade me, I'm going to be like, babe, Google me. I'm literally Nicki Minaj. Like, right. what are you saying? Like, so many people on Twitter were like, you don't see Beyonce doing this every time, like, a new R&B diva comes up. Right. Like, Beyonce is just busy being Beyonce. Beyonce. Celine Dion is just busy being Celine Dion. Like, <laughs> actual greats don't do this. And so it's just gross. Like, it's the stuff she was saying. That is It's so like high school bully vibes, and I was, like, just dumbfounded. Yeah, that is so unsettling. Insane. Like, relax. Let the art speak for itself, girl. Literally, right? Let the art speak for itself. And I wish somebody would just tell Kanye that, too. Like, let your art speak for itself. Like, that's how he started was very, like, I have these big messages I want to share. And then he just made amazing albums. Why don't we go back to that, babe? Like, let's maybe stop talking. That was a formula that worked. (laughs) Let's stop talking. Just go make a song. Yeah. Go make us a song and be quiet. And maybe... Yeah, a phone curfew. Yeah. Hand the passwords over to your manager. You can tweet when there's, you know, hey, I have a new song coming out. That's it. We don't really need to hear any more from you. Right. Both of you. Truly. So that's it. That's all. That's the three. That was a lot. <laughs> it's crazy. I really tried to find sweet little doot 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 stories, but it was really. Slim Pickens? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Well, tell us about Italia. Um, I wish I never had to come home. I wish that I could just pick up all my favorite things about home and just bring them over to Italy and stay there forever. It's friggin' beautiful. The weather was amazing. Um, I have never had such amazing food in my life. I'm sure. Oh my gosh. I was so jealous the whole time. And I found <laughs> both of them on Instagram too. So I was seeing a triple time and like yeah. I, real, I was like, I am paralyzed <laughs> with sorry. I hope no one gets offended by that. I'm sorry. I just meant I was very, very, very jealous. Um, yeah, so we flew into Milan and then we went up to Formio for the weekend. And so I celebrated my birthday. Yeah, that was a beautiful place. I never even heard of it. Yeah, so our friend Chechi was like, you really need to see the mountains and the sea. Like, I really want to make sure you get, like, a full, like, see both sides. So Bormio is, like, a small mountain town. Um, so it was, I think, took us, like, an hour and a half to drive up there. And it was honestly pretty cold because um, you're, you know, up in the mountains. But it was beautiful like it was so beautiful and we spent um our first night was Colleen's birthday and so we had dinner at this really cute restaurant that like honestly kind of felt like it was in a cave oh my god um everything was so good like so good and then the next day was my birthday so we drove even further up the mountain and we went to this spa that was like in the mountain like in it it was the most insane so amazing like most beautiful thing it was 
Honestly, I like could I couldn't have planned anything better. It was the best, the best. Um, I felt so rejuvenated and relaxed and honestly, like I was just having such a good day. Normally every year on my birthday at some point I cry because I'm sad to be turning a new age. Um, because I'm dramatic, but I didn't even cry. Good. This is truly probably the first time I didn't cry on my birthday. I couldn't even tell you. It's been years. Wow. (laughs) Years. So it just was like really beautiful. And we spent that weekend there. And then we drove back down to Milan where my friend lives. And we did a day in Milan. And honestly, Milan was so fun. Like, so fun. I'm sure. I've never been. It looked so beautiful. But that's nice. Like a nice vacation because you get like the relaxing part and then you also get... The tour yeah. fun part, too. Yeah, so we did Milan, which was more, like, touristy fun stuff. We kind of bopped around and saw – we went to, like, the rooftop of the Duomo, and then we walked around the, like, gallery mall thing. Um, I was dying at over, like, all the posh stores and, like, rich people everywhere with their cute little dogs <laughs> and, like – yeah. We did Italian happy hour, which is way cooler than American happy hour. They feed you better. for free. And did and you ever have a hangover? Le- not once. Not once. Did you ever feel like you were going to die because you ate too much? Not once. No. Because everything's better there. Everything's better there. Everything. Literally, someone, I was asking what this one drink was. It was like a something in a can. I was like, what is this? And this... Man described it to me. He was like, uh, it's like, um, Sprite, but like without the, like, death, like the chemicals. <laughs> because so, they just like, the rules are different there. So all the food and drinks are just like not bad. Yeah. Cause in America, they can put whatever in there. And like, you can tell everything tasted so, like, even we ate Burger King one day as like an experiment. Was it good? It was. Not the same, but it was good. Because the chemicals add some fake flavor that now we're addicted to. Right. Like, in my head, I was like, oh, it tastes kind of weird. But honestly, like, that's probably just, like, what it actually tastes like. Right. <laughs> Before America adds a bunch of garbage in it so that it'll stay fresh for 50 years. Yeah. Which is gross. I mean, I'm yeah. not getting it. So my family does peak and pit, or some people say rose and thorn. So what were yours of your trip? Um, I think the peak for sure for me was um, probably, uh, it's so hard. <coughs> Honestly, probably our time in Bormio. Because we did Bormio, Milan, Florence, and Cinque Terre. And, like, it's really hard for me to choose, like, what was the best. But I yeah. think just, like, our time in Bormio as a whole was the peak of the trip for me. It was just, like, such a cutie little cozy start. We had, like, a very cute, like, mountainy, like, cabiny Airbnb that was so cute. It and it was just, so like, cute. it was, like, fun. We had, like, we cooked dinner there together. Like, it was just so cutie, cute, cute there. Um, So I would say that whole weekend is the peak for me. And honestly, there was nothing terrible happened on the trip. I had fun the whole time. So I guess the pit would just be like the actual traveling. 
Yeah, I missed you. <laughs> yeah, but I would say probably the traveling piece. Like, oh yeah, because you've never had that long of a flight, right? Mm-mm. So like the flight was like the flight there was fine. The flight home, I wanted to kill myself. Oops, oh, sorry. I'm really trying to work on not saying that. Me too. <laughs> it's hard. I had a hard time. The flight home was not great. Um, and then just like between towns, like we would be taking the train. If it was a short train, it was fine. But then, like, the long trains were making me nauseous. Sure. Ears were popping. Or, like, our drive home from Cinque Terre is, like, very, very, like, it's mountainy also. Oh, oh I was Oh, you should so have taken my sick. bracelets. I really was thinking about it the whole time. Like, the whole drive down the mountain, I was, like, holding on to Colleen for dear life and, like, had to shut my eyes. I was going through it. Oh my god! And I just learned a new trick. There's like ginger gum that you can oh. get. It's like instantaneous nausea relief. I needed her. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. I was thinking of you the whole time. I was like, Maddie would know what to do. <laughs> um. Yeah. But it was amazing. I have never taken such a crazy trip, and now. This sounds dramatic, but I feel like I'm just like you a new age. Um, and you know, I like to kind of try to set like goals and stuff on my birthday rather than New Year's. And so I've been, I posted a thing about like my reflections of 28, and I'm honestly feeling really good. Like 29, I hope is a new era for me. Like I just feel like I have avoided so much fun I could be having so many cool things I could have done just because I was afraid of like well what if it goes wrong like I just yeah have had the opportunity to travel to Europe before and I just like didn't participate because it was like well what if I freak out on the flight but like now I know you won't you can do hard things you won't freak out it's gonna be okay it might be a little uncomfortable but you'll be fine oh that's so worth it a good podcast topic because i skip out on a lot of things because i'm scared (laughs) yeah so So, sam because i think we have that the same like this was just like an eye-opening trip for me yeah and so i'm hoping 29 will just kind of this will be the vibe like just kind of conquering yeah things i think i'm happy for you i think it's gonna be good and i now i'm just like where does anybody want to go? <laughs> I want to go everywhere. Yeah, I want to go everywhere too. With me? Yes, always. <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't go to as cool of a place. And my suitcase was probably like, girl, we went to Africa. And then ho- we went to Hawaii. <laughs> and now we're taking us to Philly. <laughs> I was like, well, excuse me, what is this? <laughs> they were like, I'm better than this. Um, just kidding. Um, It was so nice. So my cousin got married in Philadelphia over the weekend. I had never been, well, I've been to Philadelphia when I was like 10 and we did all like the tourist stuff, but mm-hmm. I didn't remember it. Um, <clears throat> I did not like Philadelphia as a city. <laughs> it was dirty and sinky. There, I almost stepped on a needle. Oh, yeah. They on that way that to the church. There. Yeah, they have my that. My sister bag. got human poop. 
which I've heard people say they've seen in Chicago too, but it smelled and the homeless people, I have, you've never seen more active homeless people and just like crazy. Like, I don't know if we have any Philadelphia listeners. The places that were nice were really nice. And like, I loved the history of it all. We did a, a tour, a bus tour, cool. the double thing. And I learned a lot. Um, but boy, oh boy. There's some freaks there. Yeah. <laughs> like freaks. I mean, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Screaming in the middle of this square. And then he like, we were waiting in line to get on our bus to her. And he like just comes up and like starts trying to fight my dad and my cousin. And it was Andrew. <sighs> like, oh my God, this is not going to end well. But he literally, the guy went up to Andrew and he was like, you think you could take me? And Andrew just turned and was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah. Well, good for him because I feel like, you know, sometimes it's not. <laughs> Me and my sister were freaking out. Like, as soon as he walked up to my dad, all my guy cousins, like, went over there and just, like, waited it out. But it, it was fine. It ended up fine. And then he's like, you see all these girls over here? I would have fucked each and every one of them. And <gasps> I would be like, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I keep thinking so, buddy. But yeah, the freaks were out. I was mean. They were mean. The people were mean there. Like, I'm not surprised. Yeah. But I, surprised. the wedding was very fun. It was at the Union League Club. Um, it looked it beautiful. Was, it was beautiful. The food it was, was like good. that very classic, just like traditional beauty. Yeah. You know? The band was incredible. I danced my face off wow um are you surprised oh but my mom literally roasted me on the dance floor we're dancing to dancing queen and so we're all dancing in a circle and she's across the circle from me and it's the line it's like you're a tease you turn them all and she looks at me and goes maddie you're a tease and i was like what (laughs) i can't believe her why would she do that to you? <laughs> I don't know. It was funny though. I mean, one of my old flames, not flames, but one of a guy that I used to like, hey, kiss, whatever you want, to <clears throat> was there. Ah, yeah. Did you guys kiss again no. for old times' sake? No, we didn't. I wanted to, and everyone the next morning was like, "So, did you make out with anybody?" Because you know that's my thing now. Yeah. I make out with everyone. Um, but I didn't, so they can shove it up their hairy little, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> um, my peak and pit, my peak was obviously the wedding. It was so much fun. And then the next day we, my sister's friend actually lives there. So we met him for a drink, um, and the bride and groom met us there, some other family members. And it's, it was actually hard because both sides of my family were there and, mm. We are the favorite family. So everyone was always texting us to see what we were doing. And we had already booked this, like, bus tour. And we were like, well, where are you going to do this? And they were like, okay, let's all go. And I was like, so 21 of us got on this bus. (laughs) But it was fun. Like, everything worked out. So, but my pit was we got Philly cheesesteaks and I made the wrong choice. Oh, God. It was a packed house, like, line so long. Um, So I just went with the works, which was Philly cheese, or Philly, the meat. It was the meat, 
mushrooms, peppers, onions, and provolone cheese. Okay. I switched cheese to American. That was my big mistake. Mm. But I did try Melissa's. She had just the regular Philly cheesesteak with the, the white American, which is what I should have gotten. And I also tried somebody else's who got it with whiz. That's what they say in Philadelphia, which means with cheese whiz. And that was pretty good too. But Melissa's was my favorite. Or I just wish that I had the right cheese on mine. You know? Yeah, I'm really sorry. I hate that. I hate I, when you like get a something and then it's just like not it. It was still good, but just like not as good. I feel you. I did not have that problem in Italy because I got lucky to be with like several friends. And so we would all just like, be like, okay, what's everyone deciding between? And then order all of them. <laughs> like everyone would just like, like, okay, I'll order this one. You order that one. And then we'll all try all of them. That's a good plan. Um, yeah, that's all. That's uh, all I have. Well, I'm really can- happy that you had a wonderful time. And I loved my dress. I you like my body, so but it, it, I hit no. It. it looked good. Thank you. Also, I want to be clear because I feel like in the group chat, I thought that there was one blue dress and one black dress. Yeah, one was the one I wore was navy blue, and then there was a royal blue option. Okay, and so I want to just be clear: the one that you wore is the one that I voted for three times in a row. And it did feel like everyone was voting opposite of me because I was like, oh, my God, you need to wear the black one. And everyone was like, no, you need to wear the blue one. And I was like, are they honestly all just picking opposite of me because (laughs) they want to prove a point or (laughs) what? Then eventually I did figure out that the dress that I was referring to as black was, in fact, navy blue. And so I just want to be clear, like, I chose the right thing for you and you chose the right thing for you and you look amazing. Thank Thank you. you. Um, oh, another part of the wedding that was cool was they started playing Sweet Home Chicago and they rolled in like a little, um, hot dog cart. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that was cool. And also, oh, I sang at the church. So of course you did. And it was probably beautiful and perfect. Thank you. Um, oh, what was the other thing that was really cool? Oh, they came around like when it was dessert time, they would like come out. It, like it was the cocktail hour and bring out little ice cream cones and like cannolis like little oh was so good um so that was cool that looked like such a cool wedding it was so, I, I love weddings because my family is so fun yeah i know i was watching all the things and i was like feeling i was like everyone is having so much fun but like don't they know i'm watching from afar like well, you I were was, in like, Italy. it's not like you were in the projects no no i know but i wanted everyone to be posting more i need i was like i want to feel like i'm there and i'm included but i was like i'm sure they're not posting because they're just like having so much fun but i was like dying for more um i'll fill you in on some more details later but my soon soon to be brother-in-law at every wedding in his family they play this game where at your table everybody puts in five dollars into one of the wine glasses and then during the speeches, anytime they mention, anytime they thank somebody or say, I love you, they, the cup goes to the left. 
every single time. So we also added St. Mary's and Notre Dame because that was like a big thing in the speeches. And okay. guess who? Was? You? Me. It was it was tough because the best man, who was my cousin Brian, he was like he started it with like first I want to thank this, thank, 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 yeah, all around the table. And then it's Melissa. She's sitting to the right of me. And then right at the very end, all right, I love you guys. And then I won. That's a fun game, though. I know. It was really fun. So I think that's going to be our thing now. Yeah, that's really fun because it's like you're still paying attention and listening to the speeches, but you're also, like, doing something fun. And it's like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It was really cool. Um, all right. Do you want me to fill you in on Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah, because I haven't even been able to watch anything but the first episode, and I've been seeing some chatter online, and I just, I need to understand. Um, so there are going to be some plot holes, because Bachelor Nation is a greedy son of a bitch. Why is oh. it on Mondays and Tuesdays? So I only yeah, watch I Tuesdays, that. because Dancing with the Stars is on Mondays. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, so... um I only watch it on Tuesdays. So what I can tell you is it seems that producers told Teddy that she had to like Andrew. And, like, I think that they did like each other and they wanted it to work so bad, but it just wasn't doing it for her. And then they told her she couldn't go on the date with Rodney. Oh. So she left. Oh. Sierra. Rodney. That would have been so cute. No, I know. So she left. And she doesn't regret leaving. Um, Well, I wouldn't either. Don't tell me what to do. So, and then there was a whole thing with Genevieve and Aaron and Justin. But now she's with Genevieve. Or Genevieve's with Aaron. Trying to decide between James and Logan. Lace and Rodney are a thing. Apparently, I missed that. That must have happened on a Monday. Um, Sierra left. That happened on Monday, too. Oh, no, it didn't work out with her and Michael A. Yeah, it didn't work out for me in my head for them, either. I mean, I did think it was a weird pairing, but it did seem like it got (coughs) off to a hot start. Yeah, that hickey? Are you kidding? Yeah. Um, then Sally comes. Guess how long she's there for? I don't know. An hour, maybe? (gasps) Ah! So I get even a full episode. I guess like before she searched. So her suitcase has always been there, but I guess Jill was on Caitlin Bristow's podcast and said that it actually wasn't her suitcase. That was just like the joke of it. But the story that Wells told them was true. So what happened was she went to a producer and she was like, okay, yeah, I do want to do paradise. Let's do it. And she's like, okay, let's go. Then they're at the gate. And Sally's like, oh, I just need to call my ex. Like, I just need to call him. And she did. And then the producer gets on the plane. Sally does not. And I guess that happened three times. So on the third time, she finally gets on the plane and comes to paradise. And then everybody's like, well, what? You obviously still have a thing with your ex. And she's like, no, it was a work thing. It was a work thing. And then Genevieve and Shanae are like, well, you can't just, like, come in here, like, with all these lies. Like, we know that you are still having a thing with your ex. And she's like, I'm not doing this. Like, I came here, like, for fun. And they were like, no, like, you're, like, that's not, you're not coming here for fun. You're supposed to come here to, like, find someone to be with. And you're still, like, with your ex. So she left. Oh, God. So now the girls have to give roses. There's, like, 
a million guys and only so many girls because two left. So it seems like Lace is going to give hers to Rodney. Oh, Jill and Tarzan. I don't know his real name. They kind of hit it off. Jill needs to hit it off with a psychiatrist. Oh, my God. You need to listen to her and Caitlin Bristow's podcast. (laughs) I'm scared. She's really had a rough go of it because she was interested in Mario. Or what's his name? Romeo. Romeo. And then what's her face was crazy. Kira. And then, or sorry, Kira actually is the oh, one I'm afraid of. Most. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I got them mixed up. Kira is the one who needs to hit it off with the psychiatrist. I take that back because that girl is a loon. She's crazy. Um, she's scary. So then Tarzan and Jill go on a date, and it's like I, what really nice date for them. Whatever. And then she's and so at this point, Kira's gone. She has not received a rose, and she's gone. Because Romeo gave Jill his rose. I see. And she was like, that's funny because I'm not going to give you one next week. Because like, he did her so dirty. Right. Um. So then Jill is going on this date with Tarzan. And then they had such a great date. It really was cute. They're good for each other because they're both kind of weird. And then they come back and they're talking. Up comes Kira wanting to talk to Tarzan. And he's like, what the fuck? And then, like, he talks to her for too long. And, like, you could tell at the during the conversation that it wasn't going to work in her favor. But Jill was dramatic and, like, ran away. Not ran away. She sat there for a little bit. She's like, I'm not going to watch this. And she just removed herself, which, fine. But then it keeps going on. And then Brittany, who also, why is everybody sleeping on Brittany? Yeah. And she's like, I don't know Tarzan's real name, but she's like, what are you doing? Like, Jill, you made Jill upset. Now she's up there. And then so he just says to the girl, he's like, I'm sorry. Like, I know you want, like, to be with me, but I really like Jill. So sorry. Bye. And then he and Jill, whatever. And then Kira walks down the beach and here comes Romeo. (laughs) You're not And she's just like, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Nobody understands me. And then they like are looking into it's so cheesy like it had to have been planned or whatever but she was like will you leave paradise with me no and he sits there and I was like if the guy took that long to answer I'd be like okay that's a no I'm leaving and then still he's just staring at her and she's like so and he's like yeah okay and then they close out and he looks so scared to be leaving with her um and that's how it ended but and it seems like next week they send the girls away and bring new girls, which is crazy. What? Yeah, like Jasenia comes and a bunch of people I didn't recognize. Yeah. Oh God. So we'll see. Oh. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, I can't wait to start watching again <coughs> because just like following everybody, you know, you just like see like little bits and pieces of people saying things, and like I've been seeing. Genevieve's TikToks keep coming up on my For You page, and she's hilarious. But I also am like, I haven't watched. I have no idea what anybody's talking about. Yeah, it's crazy. But I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's not like a good has nobody to receive a rose from. Michael A. has nobody to receive a rose from. That's rude. Oh, Andrew and Brittany made out together. Oh, my God. Because remember that pizza guy who wouldn't stop talking about pizza and Michelle's season? 
Yeah. He comes and he talks to the girls, yada, yada, yada. And Brittany's like, whatever. I've never been asked on a date. Like, whatever. Let's go. And she, it's such a bad date. He literally talks about himself the whole time. And then he gets mad because she doesn't kiss him at the end. And then everyone's asking her how it was. And she was like, I just want to talk about it when he's like not around. So then she tells everyone and they were like, yeah, we know he's like that. And then Andrew was talking to her and he, she was like, it's just like, he was like, I mean, I know we had like a connection and then like whatever. And then they just made out. Mm, I'm so jealous. I honestly don't know if I can handle watching Andrew make out with somebody. Yeah. And she's from Chicago too. That is. She lives by my work. Okay. Blow it up. <laughs> but that's all I have for you. Any questions? Was, no, honestly, that was very thorough. And every single question I felt like I did have, you addressed, and I don't even need to ask you. Great. Thank you for your service. <laughs> all right. Um, we hope everyone has a great day. And with that, snacks out.